Good morning. I really like starting Wednesday morning like this. I know. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having an abundant week so far. So we've changed the name of the Facebook group for like maybe the 16th time. (laughs) Can we just like go through that for a second, actually? Um, Yeah. Well, first of all, welcome to the Low and Zo Show. (laughs) We're getting better at that. Um, Yeah, we were the Queen Mind Tribe. Then we were the Abundant Mind Tribe. Then we were Quantum Minds. Maybe that's all it's been. I think we were Abundant Minds. Oh yeah. Maybe we were abundant minds and then we were quantum minds. And now we are finally what it should have always been, which is right under our nose the entire time. The low and Zo oh, show. Last night I was like, Hey, so like, if we're going to use the group to go live and record our podcast episodes, why don't we just call the group the low and Zo show? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> that, that makes, makes all the sense. Because just as we let you guys know last week, we started this group with the, we, with the low and Zo show, we went well, live was- in this group before there was even a podcast that it was for the low and Zo show. I know. I know. <laughs> we tend to I, just yeah. make things so complicated. I mean, <laughs> I think back then I was sort of looking at, it was like my business mind being like a Facebook group should like invite new people in based on what the name of it is. And so if people can read the the name of it and get a sense of what it is that we're talking about. That's going to be inviting to more people, um, which is somewhat true. But I think at this point, like people know the low and Zo show, you guys are our community. We're not like desperately trying to grow the group or anything like that. We don't care. Um, whereas like three years ago or whenever the heck we, I guess it was around, uh, two and a half years ago, we really wanted to grow things. And yeah, anyways. Um, so today, what are we talking about today? Zoe? <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about identity. And this is something that we've definitely spoken to you about previously on the podcast, but it's so interesting how we always come back to the same principles or the same teachings and the identity work and really uncovering that. I mean, it's layer upon layer upon layer, but when you start to really get familiar uh, about your attachments and how you're creating an identity around them, mm. then you have the power to liberate yourself. And of course, every time that we recognize attachments, that we practice letting go and we detach, we liberate ourselves to a new level. So yeah, yeah we're going to dive into more identity stuff today in order to allow you guys to hopefully uncover awarenesses, ha- have aha moments or shifts or epiphanies that will allow you to just feel all the more free in your life. Yeah. And we want to specifically connect this to manifestation because man, like the further and further, I mean, we always knew this, but I just gain more evidence every single day for the fact that it's who I am for myself, who I think I am. That's creating my reality every single time. Um, and so helping people to shift the way in which they view themselves has to then be reflected back to them in their external reality. So Let's get started. I'm working out. I know you did. Actually, that was really good. (laughs) I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The The Lo and Zoe Zoe Show. We're thought leaders and entrepreneurs who know that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we do manifestation differently. We'll be empowering you to create your wealthiest life through sharing the principles of quantum creation and the infinite power of strategic identity shifting. 
If you've struggled in the past to manifest the love, the money, the success, and the truly opulent life you most desire, it's simply because you've been missing a vital piece of the conscious creation puzzle, and we're here to change that. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll equip you with everything you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. Welcome, you guys. We're so excited to be creating episodes for you again. And, you know, we're really just letting this happen when it wants to happen, but we're sort of setting the intention of, you know, an episode every month or so, maybe two. It just depends. Like when we have ideas for things we want to jump on, then we'll go live in the group. We'll record them, put them on the podcast. But um, I think that that feels really good for both of us because there was a time when we were like religiously recording a new episode every single week. And there was like a forcefulness behind that, you know, like, what do we need to talk about this week? Like an obligation. And Zoe and I are both really in this space of like, just no obligation energy. If I don't want to do it, or if it doesn't feel inspired, then I'm not going to. Exactly. And I think even, even that note for any of you out there who might struggle with obligation energy or any constructs of the old paradigm that, and I was heavily into this consistency, 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 right? Like we are all part of the divine plan. And I like to think about it as an orchestra. Okay. Sometimes Mm. you've got a solo and you're just like, I've got all the inspiration. I've got all the energy to just perform and just like show the world all my creative energy and just really go for it. And then other times you might be in the back or in other times you might be taking a break and just really honoring when that divine energy, when that creative energy, God's energy, universe's source energy is flowing through you with divine inspiration. That message is meant for people. If we were to consistently show up and just, you know, not be intentional about it or not feel inspired, that energy would be passed on to you guys right? Because it wouldn't be as pure and as potent and as inspiring as the low and so connection is (laughs) And like, it's, um, you know, it's, it's our journey that we love to share with you. And I, I know so, so many of you guys, every time that we share about a topic or even just get vulnerable with you guys, we receive this feedback from you of I'm going through the same thing, or this was exactly what I needed to hear. And that's the power in us honoring when we feel inspired to hop on here. I love that metaphor or analogy of the orchestra. Like imagine, I think, especially in the online space, it's like everybody's jumping in all the time to play their solo. But what if, you know, what the collective needs is to hear somebody else for a little while? It doesn't mean that, you know, we don't get to, still have everything that we need. It's like when you're not feeling called towards it, we tend to make ourselves so wrong. Like, I'm not taking this action and I should be, I'm not showing up in the way that I should be. There's more things that I could be doing. Well, what if it's not time for your solo right now? And like the universe has got you, it sees you there. It like knows that you're doing exactly what you're feeling called to do. Um, but it's not the case of like, I'm going to step forth in every second of every day and play my solo, even if it's not what the audience needs right now. Right. And yeah, I really like that. Exactly. It's in those rest periods that you're being energetically prepared right? Learning lessons, maybe going through a deeper bout of healing to then create things that will be of ultimate service to the collective, to everyone else. I mean, we're all ascending together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, today we really want to talk about, as we said, 
we've talked quite a bit about identity in last week's episode was our sort of, you know, just navigating our false identities. And um, the reason that we're so passionate about this topic is, I mean, this was really where Lowenzo started was the idea around shifting the way in which we felt about ourselves, specifically in our businesses back then, so that we could scale things the way that we desired to scale them. Because yeah, I just remember that conversation with you so clearly where, you know, you were in a conversation with yourself about like wanting coaching clients, but not like not having that confidence behind what you were doing. And I just remember asking like, so why should I hire you? And like your answer, which is very typical when I ask people this question was really like, well, because life coaching really helps people. And like, I was like, no, why should I hire you? And I, and you really took this work to heart that we talk about here that we do inside of our abundant beings club, uh, program. And I mean, I know that you've just like, you've had an abundance of coaching clients ever since, because you changed your internal reality to really believe in what you were doing. And that had to be reflected back to you externally. Yes. It was the work of self-esteem, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, everything changed once we started to implement everything that we do teach about in ABC, this identity shifting work, right? We're rewiring your brain to think differently about yourself. Because when you start to view yourself differently in the world, the world sees that the universe responds. We must first change our internal reality to get the reflection on the outside. That is always a hundred percent the case, even though sometimes we would like the universe to show up a little bit before us <laughs> or even but, like, I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. I'm just putting in the link here for you guys. Cause we do have a black Friday sale by the way. And we're running ABC live as a four week program, um, which we haven't done in like well over a year now, what were you saying? Mm-hmm. So, Oh no, go ahead. You can oh, tell okay. me a little bit more about ABC. Well, and what I see in like the, the business world is the idea that there's things, there's different things to do externally in order to create a different result, right? Um, The whole like, like this is what your clients need to see from you. This is the kind of ads that you, this is the copy that you need to write. And those things only help when they create a shift within you internally. Like this for me is what, like a big part of what my brand is all about is creating alignment internally so that it is then reflected to you externally. That's always what it is. This is not a game of, you know, manifestation or just creating desired outcomes in your life is not a game of doing things differently, unless doing them differently makes you feel differently. It's the feeling differently about what you're doing. That is going to shift the results that you are getting every single time. Yes. And to simplify that, it's simply what, what is the energy of which you are coming from? Because I've taken the same action. Like, let's say it's like posting a photo on Instagram or uploading a video onto YouTube. I've done that hundreds of times, thousands of times, (laughs) but sometimes the energy of which I'm coming from is a lot different than others. Yeah. And it's interesting because when it's coming from force, Or when it's coming from a place of um, like wanting something in return, seeking that validation, it's never the same response as when I'm just like noticing something beautiful and sharing it with the world. Not to mention like the response that I get from the external reality, but also how I feel internally, because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I put out 
things online, I sort of like, it's on my mind all day a little bit. Like, oh, I shared vulnerably online earlier or, <laughs> oh, I posted something like, oh, I, I wonder if my crush liked it or something, you know, <laughs> like back in the day, I don't have any crush right now, but <laughs> um, like sometimes these things can take up your space if they're not in full alignment. And if you're not coming from that energy of, I, I believe in myself, like this is positive energy that I'm putting out there in the world. This is me. This is authentically who I am and, and I'm sharing. And I think like the thing to note about what you're saying, Zoe, is like, it's all about how you feel about you that then dictates the result that you're going to get externally. Um, and I've just seen so much. I mean, I shared last week about how I had like such a false sense of identity around my success and stuff like that. Um, and this year, as I was deconstructing all of that, I was questioning myself in a way that I haven't in a long time. And my results really reflected it. Like it was very important work, but I'm like mindset wise, you know, where I was a year ago or in a certain launch that like really went well a year ago or a year and a half ago was like, I wasn't questioning myself. I was believing in the thing that I was doing. I knew people were coming. I, you know, it's not that you have to be in perfect alignment, but the, it's like the less mind chatter I have going on about me, the bigger the result ends up being as I was doing this work this year. And really, as I said, deconstructing things, you know, there were launches that really did not go to plan for programs that in the past have made $30,000 effortlessly. Like, and it, it wasn't that I did anything different. All the same actions were taken. In fact, I even had a larger audience this year, but it didn't matter because it's about what I'm putting out there. That's what's being reflected back to me. And a huge part of what we're putting out there has to do with how we view ourselves, the beliefs we have about ourselves. And this is the identity work that we do inside of um, the Abundant Beings Club, which um, both Abundant Beings and our Fear to Freedom program are 50% off. Fear to Freedom is a DIY. It's four weeks long um, and you can get it for like $98 this week. And it's such a great program. We only did it that one time. Um, and then we've never really talked about it again, but it's a great program about shifting the fears that you have into, you know, into freedom, essentially, like, like di not diluting, what's the word that you transmuting your fear into love, essentially. Um, anyway, so that's there. And then the abundant beings club, which comes with a big library of resources that we've built for you guys, lifetime access to everything, um, is 50% off. You can join us for four weeks of coaching with Zoe and I inside the group with the existing members that have done ABC in the past, uh, for $444. So we're super excited about that. We never actually thought we would run that program again, but anyways, the work that we really do, which Zoe and I just continuously come back to has you start to view yourself differently. There are certain things that we have you do, um, where you from the inside out are shifting how you feel about you. And when you do that, you have no choice, but to get a different reality. And it's interesting. I've seen people who didn't necessarily have big, uh, or specific goals around what they wanted to manifest. They just started doing this work and had huge things change because if you, when you shift your energy, the universe must reflect it back to you. Right. And the other thing I just want to mention is we want the things we want because of the way in which we think it'll make us feel about ourselves. But when you first shift the way that you feel about yourself, those things are all going to show up. And 
they're not, it's not going to be from this place of scarcity. Like I needed these things to feel good about me. You're going to be like, no, I felt good about me. I did that work and these things shown up, showed up and it's all just extra. Yes. The identity work is ultimately the work that makes you magnetic because yeah. it just eliminates any, any doubts, limiting beliefs. It allows you to just let go of these things. When you start to shine the light on everything that makes you, you. The answer is always more you, you are the medicine. The universe is always just trying to show us that it wants us to reveal our truest, most purest, most abundant magical selves to the rest of the world, right? We're always just peeling off layers and, and unbecoming everything that we thought in order to just truly become ourselves because that is us being of ultimate service. And that is just us living our most enjoyable, fulfilled lives is when we are truly ourselves. And you guys know, you walk into a room when you, when you see someone who you can tell knows their worth or just knows who they are in the world, or you just doesn't care. Like, you know, maybe they're dancing, maybe they're a little bit extra silly, but you can just tell when those people are truly just in their divine essence, they're magnetic and yeah. vibes don't lie. And so you being more you and you choosing to do this work to view yourself differently in the world is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself because mm -hmm. it's just the ultimate permission that being who you are is more than okay. In fact, it gives you your most abundant life. That's, I think the, just like the perfect way to put that, that shift, that distinction is you being you is so much more than enough. And when you believe that the mm -hmm. whole world reflects it back to you. But I mean, we live in a world that doesn't set us up to have this belief system really. Um, especially women everywhere we look is things reminding us of why we're not this enough or that enough. And we need this product and we need these clothes and, you know, and it's really ingrained in us from a very young age, have things be different so that you get to feel different about yourself. And so, you know, undoing a lot of that programming takes a commitment. It's not easy. Um, it can create big shifts very, very quickly, but yeah, I mean, it's how many, like the most of the world is, is scrambling for things externally to feel a certain way. I mean, honestly, I, I was for ages when I first started my business, I was like, yeah, if I made a million dollars, think about how, like, I wasn't aware back then. So I didn't recognize it, but it was all like, I want to feel successful and good enough. And I want people to be impressed with me and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to set these crazy goals and I still have the crazy goals and I'm still working towards them, but it's for a completely different reason, because in getting to, you know, the point, even where I'm at now, I had to really look at just that flawed premise, that way of being, I had to fill in the holes, you know, um, internally, which then had me start to be like, well, now do I even care about a million dollars? And the answer is like, I want as big an impact on the planet as possible. But anytime that I've had impatience around something, it was because I wanted it for the wrong reasons right? Like if we're just really grounded, which then pushes it away. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we're just really grounded in who we are, like you just know that you're bringing for like towards you, all the things that you deserve and you want, and you, um, 
are intending for. And why would it matter if it shows up today or this time next year? It doesn't matter. You're like full and complete within yourself, which then has the thing show up that much faster. This is like the paradox of manifestation is getting to the point where you don't need it is the thing that brings it right in. Exactly. And I can tell you guys from this more recent Dark Knight of the Soul chapter of healing, this identity work has really allowed me to release that timeline that I was talking about the pressure of like, why isn't it here now? And, you know, just kind of feeling like there's a rush in your life. What's that about? Right? Like we're here to enjoy ourselves and, and discover who we truly are. And there, any time that I've noticed or caught myself in a rush of like needing something to show up, I know I need to go and take a look in the mirror, take a look in the metaphorical mirror at my identity and look at what am I attaching mm. to? What am I looking for with these external results that need to be here now? Why can't I just feel that way now? And the truth is every single feeling exists inside of us. Every single feeling for that of which you desire is accessible to you in any moment. And you can choose to feel that, right? You can even play like sort of a little trick on yourself. I often have used, I think we've used this example on the Lowenzo show of the lemon, where you can imagine taking, like, if you think about yourself taking mm -hmm. a bite out of a lemon, including the rind, and like, you really like visualize that you're in my mouth too. You start to like salivate a little bit, but think about then, like, what if somebody told you, you have just inherited a million dollars from someone far off in distant family who was like, filthy rich that, you, you know, no, no loss for you that you knew anyways. And you've just inherited a million dollars. And then just like, think about like, how would you feel? And then your body will start reacting. And then if someone was like, Oh, just kidding. It's just a, a prank. Right. You would probably feel like, Oh, all the disappointment, but the truth is you got to access all of those feelings. Anyway, they, it just goes to show you like those things are accessible to you anytime. It doesn't really matter if they're the external result is there or not. You can begin yeah. to just start believing in yourself and going to work on filling that Swiss cheese. Like we often talk about yeah. just filling in those little gaps or those voids that are calling for your attention. And then ultimately you feel whole, worthy, and complete. You are magnetic and you don't have to manifest anymore. You don't have to try unless you want to do it for fun, because it, like the manifestation just becomes a byproduct of who you are because you just start attracting things without even thinking about them. Or you send like a small intention into the universe, a fleeting thought, if you will. And it shows up. I think it's so interesting to think about the fact that we have the capacity to feel the reality of any, or feel what it feels like to have any reality we desire, but that's not enough for us, mm -hmm. even though we want the reality for the way that it feels. And the reason that it's most of the time, not enough, I guess it depends on what it is. I see it all the time with business owners and have experienced it myself is because we want everything that we're making it mean about us and how people are going to respond to us. Right. If I can feel the feeling of having all the success that I desire, how come that's not enough for me? Well, it's not enough because I want the recognition or I have in the past. I want the validation. I want people to see, you know, what I'm capable of. And I honestly don't resonate with any of that anymore. Like it's been a very transformative year <laughs> in a really good way where I feel free of like, God, I was just 
I was just grasping and hustling, um, because of the significance I made or the significance I gave to the potential of certain results. Whereas at this point, it's like, I know that those results are inevitable and what difference does it make if it's here right now, or if I'm just feeling into the possibility of it, because it feels fun to go there and then living my freaking life, you know, yeah. like abundance really is here now it's here now. Yeah. And, um, I have been sharing in a couple of places, kind of this, like this sort of epiphany I had on the weekend about manifestation, where it's like, it's really not about trying to control an external outcome. That's what we do all the time, right? I want this external outcome. I want this much money, this many people following me, this love of my life, whatever it is, because we think that we need that in order to feel the feeling. And so we think thoughts and we feel emotions and, you know, act as if, and blah, 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 in an effort to control the external reality. And in that control comes resistance, which pushes things away. Manifestation is not meant to be this like, you know, catalog of like, well, what would you like from the universe today? Like force it into being it's create that feeling within you in any way. I think the more general, the better, like if you want abundance, feel abundant. If you want love, feel love. Um, a friend of mine, well, Tara all the time talks about how right before she met Trev and got engaged, she was thinking about her cat <laughs> all day long where she was like, I just love my cat. She makes me so happy. It's such unconditional love. And like, she was like, I just made that my point of attraction. And then all the love she could have ever imagined just came right in effortlessly, you know, but it's like, but we have a desire to try and control the external circumstances. And in that control is like resistance and not enough. And it's not here yet. And da, da, da. What if we can just create an external environment or sorry, an, an internal environment and like a vibrational step point offering, if you will, that has the universe shift things around for you without you needing to control anything. If you feel more love, you're going to have more love in your life. If you feel more abundant, you're going to have more abundance in your life. But what we do is instead we're like, yes, I want more abundant in my abundance in my life. I need to see it before I give myself permission to feel that feeling. And where is it? Why isn't it here yet? I don't feel abundant because I don't see the reason for it. And so this weekend I was just walking around being like, I love the city and I love this coffee that I manifested because I'm so freaking abundant today. And I love this coat and my boots. I love fall weather. It's just the best. And like, it was actually the most magical day. And I had a lot of like random synchronicities happen and things manifest, but also I was just so happy in the moment because I was happy and that was it. And like, I just, I didn't, it wasn't that I was looking at the money in my bank account. It wasn't, it was like the smallest little things like, this is a good song. I haven't listened to this song in a long time, man. I feel so happy listening to this song. And like that stranger just smiled at me. That was so lovely. I miss people's smiles. It's so nice to see people's whole faces. And like, you know, like there's just always something to reach for that can create that internal reality that then must be reflected back to you, especially if you can maintain it. And this isn't like a toxic, you know, positivity or emotional bypassing thing. It's like on the days where you already feel good, how could you just reach for more good? That's it. Yes. And I think something else, something when you were just reflecting that low reminded me of what I've, what I've been seeking externally, right. Always catch yourself like, okay, where am I like desiring all these things? Where am I trying to control? Right. Let's, 
across the board, I think we can all agree that control is exhausting, right? It's exhausting. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the more and more that we become present to it, we're just like, oh, I can't believe how much I'm just so wrapped up in control in different areas. And I noticed like everything that I was desiring from the matrix all led back to the same feeling of I desire to feel supported, right? Everything that I was looking for on the outside, it was this theme. I'm like, oh, right now my inner being needs to feel supported. So how do I start to feel that way without the external, right? And I may also say like, while I've been in and out of funks, moving out of the dark night of the soul, the Saturn return, sometimes when you're in those bouts of healing, it is so difficult to start the shift. What I can say is like, as soon as I identified, okay, I'm, I'm desiring, I'm looking for support. I'm seeking support. Then I decided to make everything mean that I was supported. Like I looked around at where Mm -hmm. I live. I'm like, I've got a roof over my head and it's a pretty beautiful one. Wow. I'm so supported. Right. Coming back to that gratitude. I'm like, cruising around on my scooter, somebody swerves into my lane and then swerves out. I'm like, wow, I didn't get hit. I'm supposed to warn it. Literally. <laughs> like the, like the, the littlest things, but those are the big things because as soon as you start to put on that, those glasses of, okay, I'm supported. Like, okay, let me look around here. Like, where am I supported? It's everywhere. Where am yeah. I abundant? It's actually everywhere, but you're just not putting on those glasses. Okay. So yeah, when you're healing, you're most definitely kind of in this glasses of like, oh my gosh, not these emotions together all fogged up. Okay. So just when you can have the awareness that you are there, just say like, okay, what is the lens I'm going to view my day through today? Right. And then you start to see, "Mm, okay, now that I recognize that I'm supported now only takes a day or two. I feel so much better than I have a few days ago. And now I feel like the abundant being, and I can tell you that a lot of abundance has flowed to me in the last few days, magical money from streams that I forgot about and all sorts of things like that. And it's a beautiful thing because it's funny. I, you know, I forgot about anything that I was desiring or trying to manifest or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm the magnet and those things are just flowing to me, those beautiful opportunities or those beautiful forms of abundance. I love the, the lens. I mean, it's like, yeah, what story are you telling? I just want to give a shout out to Kelly and Emma and Mel. And I think we have a couple other people on with us. Hello, you guys. Thank you for joining us inside of our <laughs> newly renamed again, Facebook group. Yeah. I think this is probably <laughs> the last time probably. This maybe? Is. Yeah. Yeah. The low and <laughs> show. Why, like, why were we always overcomplicating things anyways? I um, don't know. <laughs> just for fun. You know, we just like to make things more stressful than it's necessary. Um, anyways, uh, Yeah. I love what you're saying about that because that really is, I mean, I know in my own experience and in coaching people that if we don't have the lens of abundance on towards the things happening in our lives, it's for personal reasons. So it's like, it seems like the simplest thing to be like, how could you view your business no matter where it is through a lens of abundance? Because even if you've been working on it for you know, two years and you haven't made a single dollar, there is a lens of abundance that you can choose for yourself. Um, where it's like, well, look at everything that I've learned and look at the self-development that has gone into just getting me this far. And look at the people that I have connected with and the clarity that I now have, like you could choose a way of feeling about it. That is abundant. That would then start to attract 
or create more abundance selected out of the quantum field, so to speak, um, whatever it is that you guys resonate with. But the reason I know for me, anytime I've been in a place of not enough in my business and viewing it through scarcity, it's because I had my own shit in the puzzle, whatever, just mark every single episode explicit moving forward. Um, (laughs) I had my own, you know, significance put into things. There was a way in which I was not showing up for myself. I was not making myself feel full and doing that work. So I needed the business to do that for me. I put that pressure on the business and on the people that were, or were not coming in, which then energetically, you know, really does impact results. If I'm full here, if I'm full here, I don't need to put that, um, sorry, I'm going to sneeze and it's really distracting me. I think we're good. Um, (laughs) I don't need to put that pressure on anyone or anything else. And in the lack of, or in the absence of attachment, the business can thrive. The people can come in because they don't feel like any kind of needy energy around it. They don't feel any kind of obligation. Um, there isn't this graspiness around the things that we want in our lives. I think, I think like a relationship is the perfect example. I always use relationships as examples, the more like needy energy that's on either side, the more, the other person feels like, like they don't want to be, you know, there as often, or they're just a little bit more sort of removed from the situation because we know what it feels like to have someone wanting things from us or needing things from us. It's like, I need you to love me. I need you to show me this love, this affection, because if you don't, I feel insecure. And it's a huge burden to try and carry, to make somebody else, have somebody else making you their reason to feel good. And and that is a metaphor that can be put on literally any topic. Like what is it that you're needing from your business? What is it that you're needing from your relationships? What is it that you're needing from your YouTube channel? Like, and why is it that we need these things externally to fill us up? And can we do that work internally such that all of those things would then just start to thrive in our absence of resistance and significance and personal need. And that's the work that we do in ABC and it creates big results. Like we're here to help you guys manifest. Um, but you also, it's like, you just kind of stop caring nearly as much. I know in this last year, like I, I have a really good feeling about where things are going because I've done the work to like, I don't need the business to prove anything about me anymore. Whereas a year ago I did. And so even creating the results that I had really did come from this place of like strangling them into place, you know, forcing them into place. So even when it was abundant, it was hard and it was taxing and it felt like I had to control so many different things. Um, whereas now I'm just like, you know, I trust that I'm provided for abundantly And this business gets to be this space where I serve people and I am creative and, you know, I let it be whatever I want it to be. It doesn't need to be anything so that I get to feel whole. And that's where like, that's, I mean, a big significant shift, um, that really you can look for in any area of your life. It's like, what are you making it mean about you? Because that's the thing that's stagnating its growth. Yes. And it's the identity work that creates up levels and it creates up levels that you don't regress from because once you do this work, it's like you've integrated and filled yourself up in a place that hasn't been looked at yet. Mm -hmm. And once that's full, like there, you know, sometimes things come in layers, but you can trust that you will see and receive results immediately. 
Like I find as soon as I step into the identity work again, and like, let's say I go walk down the street or walk into a restaurant or something like that, different response from everyone around me. Right. It's like, how are you feeling about yourself? And notice that, like, how do you feel when you walk into the coffee shop? Right. Think about how would you like to feel when you walk into the coffee shop? And, you know, this, this work is so beautiful because it really teaches you how to become your own best friend, right? How to just continually recognize, okay, in this area of my mind, I'm not actually thinking supportive thoughts towards myself. And how do I rewire the brain in order to do that? And the shift can happen so fast. You guys like rewiring the brain, like you would be surprised at how quickly this changes. I mean, not to mention at this time, at this place on the planet, like time is moving faster. You can manifest, you can intend for things much quicker. The up levels happen so, so fast. Once you just apply this, apply like the ABC technique or or method, or just go to work on the identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where do you, I, I mean, last week, if you guys haven't listened to our episode, it's on the podcast. We both really looked at the ways in which we'd had false identities where we were using things externally to fill us up. And, you know, that served us at a time, like no matter how you are feeling whole and abundant, if you're feeling whole and abundant, you're going to attract more abundance. The problem was that like external circumstances change and shift and the way we feel about them change. Um, so last week we were both really like looked at that where, so would you say, like, I think Lately, I've just been trying to tell more stories because people always talk about how much more like it kind of integrates things for them. Where do you think, where have you set goals in the past, whether you've hit them or not from a place of like wanting to feel a certain way about yourself? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I can always bring it back to like YouTube. I feel like I learned so much about myself and have through this like journey on YouTube. Um, But I think, yeah, I've, I've set goals like, I, I can think of the example of like, oh, I wanted to hit a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Like that day came and went like any other day and <laughs> really there was no change. And I think that's like the perfect example of it. It's like, we're all just like waiting for permission to just love ourselves more. And it's like, yeah. love yourself first. And then you receive like you know, all the desires, all the intentions. And it's almost like you can, just as you said, Lo, you, like you, you stop caring about things, but more so you let go and you liberate yourself. Like you let go of the things that you've created attachments to or created meaning to. And then you just get to have fun in the matrix and like create a quantum leap or just like, you know, I wonder what would happen if I tried this and you've, you've eliminated fear because you're not attached to these things. You're not attached to them, like going a certain way. And it's like, we hold back in so many different areas because we're just already afraid. We're already creating our downfall. When it's like, what if you just believed so much in yourself that you just had fun and no matter what, you trusted that you were learning a lesson and that you were playing this game called life. I think um, this is one thing that's not talked about enough. Like in the world of manifesting, it's like, well, you, you do get to have everything that you want, but why do you want it? Because if the reason behind wanting it is so that you can feel good about yourself, well, you're already operating from scarcity. And it's not that you can't create in that space. You can, but the likelihood of it sticking around, like we've talked before about, you know, 
we really think that QC squared and ABC are sort of like sister programs, so to speak, because you can create from the quantum field using your mind, you can quantum leap into whatever it is that you want, but if you don't have the identity to hold onto it, or you were creating from a place of scarcity, that scarcity is going to catch up with you and what you want. It's like, again, a relationship. You can quantum leap into your dream relationship. If you're doing it from a place of scarcity, like I need this thing so that I feel whole, I need someone else to love me so that I can feel love. As soon as you're in that relationship, well, now you're still in scarcity. It's still like, I need you to show me these things. I need you to do these things for me. Say these things, make sure you tell me I'm beautiful every day. I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean? And that scarcity is not going to have either the relationship be what you wanted it to be, or it's going to have it go away. So it does, you can create quantum leaps. Um, and there has to be an identity shift around that quantum leap so that you can keep it. And the classic example is winning the lottery and how many people actually go bankrupt or, you know, lose it all after winning the lottery. It's because they didn't, they, they created that scenario in the quantum field, whatever, visualized it, had it come in, but they weren't feeling abundant. They weren't feeling worthy. They weren't believing that they, they weren't actually seeing themselves as the multimillionaire. And so it doesn't stick. It's that simple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, it's like the ahead. identity is, is, you know, as much as we can become aware of the identity or shifts that we would like to make in the identity, a lot of it is in the unconscious in the subconscious. Mm. It's until you make the subconscious conscious, it will rule your life, you know, yeah. as what you might deem as positive or what you might deem as negative. But as soon as you start to do the work, right. In looking at mm, which areas of my life am I dissatisfied in or which places do I not feel confident in that? I would like to feel confident. In. Maybe it's dating, Maybe it's uh, stepping out into the world as an entrepreneur. Maybe it's in showing up online, like wherever it is, right? There's some identity work to do. So take out the toolkit and start to apply rewiring your brain and shifting the way that you view yourself in these areas and, and everything will change. Mm -hmm. And this is like, we're, you know, we're on this journey as human beings and we're here getting triggered and healing every day. It's not like you you have the up level and then you're like good to go for the rest of your life. It's like, you've got this toolkit and then you just keep going. You just keep accelerating. You just keep up leveling and it gets funner. I'd say it gets funner because you just see it like how much of a master you are of the matrix and how much of a master you are at your own mind and how much and how quickly you can deepen the journey of the self. And like I said, just become more and more you because the more and more that you discover who you are and you share that with the world, you just ultimately feel so much more love. You energetically feel so much more aligned with source and overall like positive. Yeah. A little like what Zoe was saying about the coffee shop, play a game today, whenever you're listening to this, where, you know, you sit either in meditation or you pump yourself up in the mirror, you put on that lipstick, get yourself into a space of, you know, as much abundance as you can. And this doesn't have, don't, you know, let it be easy. Like I'm abundant about the, like, look for anything that could have you just feel good about today, just as an experiment, and then go out into the world and 
be in a state of appreciation and just see what comes back to you. It's incredible. Um, it was really fun on Sunday, just like the people that talked to me, it was just like manifesting free stuff all over the place. I ended the day connecting with this whole new community of entrepreneurs in, um, Toronto in this very synchronistic way. And like, I've been calling in a new, uh, group of friends in Toronto that are like-minded. And I was like two months ago, I'm like on Bumble BFF because that's how I met. So, <laughs> which just like, it feels like so much work to me. Like the idea of like going on, you know, going for coffee dates with women. I don't know that I might not have anything in common with. I'm like, this just feels like so much work. Then in one day of feeling good about things. Now I have this group chat of 50 entrepreneurs in, uh, Ontario that are in the GTA that are, uh, just all like, well, I found them inside of a, a, a training group. And, um, so they're all like savvy to manifestation and all that kind of stuff. Like that happened in one day, like the potential for, you know, 50 or a hundred new close friends anyways. Um, so just try it out for a day to be like, Jay, I'm just gonna like, don't do it. This is the hard thing. You have to find a place of abundance because you want to find a place of abundance, not because you're like, well, now I feel abundant universe. Where is my stuff? I used to do that all the time where I'd be like, I'm surrendered. Hello. I'm surrendered. Like, do you see me over here? I'm surrendered. Where are you? <laughs> it's like, that's not surrender. That's trying to manipulate and control. <laughs> and then like the universe knows when it's genuine. So if you're, you know, wanting to find a place of unattachment, because unattachment really has things come in fast. Um, it's amazing. Actually, when you're wanting to find a place of unattachment, like it can't be like trying to force a feeling of unattachment. Well, like, I just actually don't care about that person, blah, blah, blah. But why hasn't he called me yet? Like, you have to actually be like, you know, in, if it's around somebody else, I appreciate that person. I'm so grateful that they're in my life. Um, you know, maybe he's not texting me or calling me when I wish he would, but that's okay. I guess he's busy. I just appreciate the learning. It's okay. And like in that energy, I promise that person reaches up to you immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every single time yesterday I was practicing on attachment and, um, I just genuinely got into this place where I was like, just none of it means anything about me. It's all just fine. You know, the control and the desire to have things go a certain way so that I could feel a certain way. Yesterday, I actually just integrated on like, none of it means anything about me. Where I live doesn't mean anything. The car I drive doesn't mean anything. The money that I make doesn't mean anything. Where I'm at in life, none of it means anything. I'm just me. And then I had, you know, almost a thousand dollars of magical money come in a very bizarre way. And I was like, oh yeah, like within like an hour too. Um, and I, and that's the energy shift of like genuine unattachment from outcomes. And there's work to do to get to that place. And it's ongoing and it's inside ABC. Yeah. Ooh, so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um, and it's so true. I mean, I think about like even this last week or, you know, I can give a better example because we were talking about like the grasping of like relationships for the longest time. I had this pattern. It was literally on the pattern app and it was called expecting someone inspiring. And this pattern was like around my whole life until maybe like three weeks ago. And I always felt like that. I always felt like I was like waiting for someone to walk into my life, someone inspiring, like maybe a relationship, a significant other, or a business opportunity or someone to come in and just like see a light in me that I hadn't seen yet in myself and then guide me. Like the only person I was ever looking for was myself, but mm -hmm. I didn't really realize that. But anyways, I had this pattern, right? And then 
the pattern app told me that this, this, this thing was expiring. And I realized that even a few weeks earlier, I just like stopped caring about finding a partner in life. It used to be this thing that I had so, so much significance around. I used to think about it every day. Like, "Hmm, I wonder who my person's going to be. I wonder if that's my person. And then any guy that would come into my life that I had some type of like connection with, I would always be like, oh my God, I wonder if it's him. And then I would like make it mean that it could be him. And then fantasize. I know you, Lo and I, we've been pretty open about the dating stuff over here, (laughs) but it caused so much inner turmoil. And I'm telling you, all I was looking for was myself. And in the last week, I have had so many ex situationships, like exes, Mm -hmm. like circling back in the weirdest ways. Today, I got a message from one telling me that he missed me. And I was like, (laughs) so random, like is one of my, sorry, did I (laughs) yell? No, it's okay. I was like, like, is one of my planets in retrograde? Like, because all the exes are circling back. Like, this is wild. But the funny thing was, is there were points in time when I'm like, I wish that this like person would like recognize me or see me or send me a message. And then they never did because I was in wanting and I was in grasping and needing of it. Now I could care less because I don't even care. Le- I don't care about finding a significant other. I just trust if it's meant to be, it can't miss me. And there's literally nothing I have to do. I can just sit back and receive. If the universe is going to flow that to me, it's going to flow that to me. And then all the X's be circling back. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't have it. I don't care. I just don't have anything in me to respond. Like, it's just so liberating to be so and detached. <laughs> this is where like, uh, we've done a whole conversation, uh, whole episode, at least, at least one or two or three episodes on the dynamic of relationships. And this is where this whole idea comes from that to get somebody's interest in you, you need to be like aloof you know, like act as if you don't give a fuck. Um, like I, when I was younger, read so many books telling women, especially if you want the guy, pretend you don't. And the thing is what I realized, which really created a whole host of limiting beliefs, which, you know, anyways, um, the thing is, is that's not true. Like people aren't holding out for someone that's, that is like pretending they don't give a shit. It's, the energy that you're in is either attached or unattached. And the things that we grasp and the things that we're like, oh my God, this guy or this girl, and I'm going to like, I can see our whole life together. And maybe finally I get to have love in my life. And now I get to feel good. And they can feel all of that. And and we've been on the receiving end of that too, where you're dating someone or you're meeting someone that like has their claws in you from the second. And and it's just like, it, it feel, you're like, I'm not hundred percent sure why I'm just not super into him right? Like he's a great guy. We've all done that, right? He's a great guy. It's a great girl, but for whatever reason, I'm just not feeling it. And it's their level of attachment to it. And that the attachment again to anything comes from the need to have external things go our way so that we can feel something. It's like a huge burden to put on someone, right? Like I have not done the work on myself. So I'm going to try and like control how you are and how you show up in the relationship that we have or whatever this dynamic is so that I can feel these ways. And that's your responsibility, by the way, like the whole like relationship paradigm that most people live in is so incredibly flawed where it's like, it's your, now we're in a relationship or now we have this thing going on. It's your job 
to fill me up. And if you're not texting me at these times, again, I'm going to exaggerate, but from my guy friends, I do hear the craziest stories from the women that they're dating who have such an expectation. And I've seen it the other way around where my guy friends are putting this huge expectation on whoever it is that they're dating, but the expectation that some of these people have on how the other person needs to show up. And it's the same thing we take into our businesses and into our lives. Like I need money to show up this way so that I get to feel worthy. I need the business to perform this way so that I don't have to feel rejected by people. I don't have to feel like a failure. And it's, it's all of that, that not only can those external circumstances not give you long-term it's a bandaid at best, but that is indicative of the work that we're not doing inside of ourselves. And when you do that work inside of yourself, it all gets to be so effortless. You get to access the way that you desire to feel right now for no reason. You don't need external circumstances to go your way in order to feel good. And everything just gets to be magical because you're, you're the abundant being. That's what we called it then, right? And everywhere you go, people reflect that back to you. Exactly. And it's anything that you're attached to guys, that's what's causing the emotional turmoil, right? If it's a relationship, that's what's costing you your peace of mind, right? Because if you're like clinging to a person's response or clinging to a person showing up a certain way, you're causing your own suffering, those expectations, that energy. And ultimately it doesn't feel good for the body. If you're going to hold that in the body, it's going to manifest in different ways just liberate yourself, liberate yourself by just giving yourself everything that you're desiring. And ultimately with that, you just trust the flow of your life. Like I said, you can sit back and receive because you're like, I am enough. I am more than enough. And everything that's meant to me, meant for me will come to me because I trust and I trust in myself. There's no part of myself that feels lacking that needs this right now. It will all flow in its divine time. It's the need that kills things. Mm. We need things for all kinds of different reasons. Most of the time, it's something personal. I need this so that I can feel this. And yeah, that need really, that's what has people feel the need to hustle. Like I have to work harder to make more money. Well, no, you just have to need it a little bit less. Um, We have a friend that is building, um, a real estate business coach, Dan, we've had him on the podcast and he, (laughs) and he purposefully is not putting any need into that business. He understands the energetics of it, but he has already a six figure training business. Um, and he's already making money. Like he's less than a week in and he's already helping people like sign leases and making money and all of it gets to feel abundant. He's like, yeah, for that lease, you know, I make 900 bucks or whatever. It's not like he obviously wants to get to the point where he's selling expensive condos in Toronto, but he understands that if he needs it to work, that it's going to way slow it down. So instead he's, you know, keeping his training business. And he's like, I have no plans on stopping that anytime soon. And I just think it's the most brilliant thing. Like, where can you remove the need in your life? And a lot of the time it's emotional. Um, but I have no doubt that he's going to be like selling multi-million dollar condos in the next year because he didn't put the pressure on the business to look a certain way, to perform a certain way, to produce certain outcomes, because that energy slows everything down. Yes. And IPEC, we call it detached involvement. 
And it doesn't mean that you can't have a desired outcome because, you know, yeah. I'm sure coach Dan oh, yeah. is, is desiring that this goes in the highest good, right. Yeah. For him, for everyone around him. He's just, you know, my, his intention through doing something like this is personal growth, evolution, up levels, right. But he's remaining detached because just like you said, love, he doesn't need it to go a certain way. He already feels abundant. He's already recognizing the abundance that is surrounding him. And thus more is going to find its way to him because he's open, right? When we grasp, we're just sending a signal out into the universe. Like universe, don't worry about me. Like I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> right. I mean, if you guys are watching on the video, I'm like grasping and pulling and like blocking myself. But when we're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm good. I'm just having fun with the journey of life. I don't need it to go any certain way. I'm just here for the adventure here for the mastery of it here for evolution and learning you then just attract more and more and more that abundance in whatever form, whether it's relationships, love, money, success, opportunities, it just finds you. And it's the thing is, is that it finds you and it's a perfect match. It's like a perfect vibrational alignment. It's like the opportunity yeah. that you really needed to take you to the next level that was effortless and easy, right? It was, you know, the you're just walking down the street, you meet someone type of thing. Yeah. It, it can, it's all supposed to be flowy and easy and as fun as it is to quantum leap and manipulate your reality to like create big things sometimes, right? Don't rob yourself of the, the magic of the unfolding of your day to day because you're needing things. You're grasping at things because there's something that your identity is calling for you to shift. Well, and what does that grasping and neediness communicate on a very basic level? It communicates, I don't have this thing. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think we, we don't let, um, the universe work its full magic because we want what we want and we're willing to settle for less in order to get it. And I think all the time about my apartment, um, because the places I was looking at in Toronto were so like so far from what this place ended up being, I never could have possibly created a vision board or visualized, you know, where I ended up living. And, um, right before that I'd been looking at places that I didn't like even half as not even a fraction as much, but I wanted to move back to Toronto and I was making it mean things about me. And I, you know, wanted to get my life started again in the city that after I'd gotten back from Italy. Um, and so things weren't, not only were things not working out, like I wasn't getting the places I was applying for, but I didn't even like them that much. And I, and I was willing to settle for less because I was operating from need. And then it was, I just got tired and I was like, this isn't working. I'm not finding what I want. Maybe I need a bigger budget and I need to make more money before that's possible. And it would just be okay for me to spend the next few months at my parents' place. You know, like it's a beautiful place. I'm lucky that I have this space you know, they're happy for me to be here. They're great. I can continue working on things. And within like a day of getting to that place where I didn't need the apartment in Toronto, this whole like magical set of circumstances unfolded that I never in a million years could have tried to force anyways. Then the whole thing was just effortless. And I found myself a week later standing out on the terrace being like, how the fuck am I here? How is, how did this happen? <laughs> but all, it's not that I visualized it enough times. It's not, I let go of need. I let go of personal significance. I decided that I could be 
in my thirties living at my parents and that's okay. That didn't have to mean anything about me. And then the universe over delivered. And so it's the places in which we're operating from need because there's personal significance that we're stagnating what actually can really come to us and the ease that it can come to us and the speed at which it can come to us. So, you know, the internal work, the identity work is, I mean, we could talk about it all day in terms of it's significant in the manifest, the significance in the manifestation process and how quickly things get to shift for you in ways you never imagined once you don't need them to anymore because you are full within yourself. Yeah. And what's beautiful about that apartment example is I got to watch it all unfold right before my very eyes. And it was right as we started the identity work and the practice that we teach in ABC, which was so cool because it was just unfolding before my very eyes. Yeah. Like I was just finding my worth inside such that it was like, I can be a great business coach and live with my parents right now. It's fine. It doesn't mean anything, you know, and, uh, this year I've been really represented to it because yeah, it was like, I got to that place where I felt really whole and complete within myself and things really went well. And then this year I got back to a place of like graspiness of, you know, okay, well now I need this much money to feel good. And like, so it's been really good because it's a new level of freedom and unattachment that I needed to access. But I've been reminded of like, when I'm grasping at things externally, it does not work. Um, it's forceful. It's way extra work. Magic doesn't really happen. You don't let the universe do things on your behalf. Um, so Zoe and I came back to the abundant beings curriculum and process because we were just reminded of its importance. So I'm super excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we are, stuff. I know we are starting with ABC, um, on Monday. So we'll have the sale, the 50% off sale going until Sunday night. And I'll put a link for you guys down below. Um, and it is, we've changed the coupon code since last week. It's now 2021 since Zoe and I were also doing sales and we just wanted to keep it consistent. Um, but yeah, we're going to do four weekly Q and a calls, which are so like, there's just they're like the Q and a calls themselves are like a whole course <laughs> in and of themselves, but you also get four weekly modules that walk you through the process. You have a supportive community where you're doing the mindset work. Um, and then there's a library of like those, you have some of your books in there. We've got different meditations. We've got masterclasses. Um, there's a whole bunch of other goodies inside the, um, inside the library. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you guys for those of you who joined us live. We'll definitely be doing more of these. Um, as we said at the beginning, we're just going to let it flow and, uh, yeah, the time has to be like crazy early in the morning ET because Zoe is 13 hours ahead. (laughs) Um, sometimes we might switch it. Like we could do an early morning one, your time and a later one, just to kind of see what people prefer. But we used to always do our live streams at like 11 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., and that's just not a reality anymore, but that's okay. It's the best way to start our day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, and then, you know, if we do it in the morning, people can catch the replay throughout the day. True. Yeah, have it on in the background. Kelly says, do you know what day of the week the Q&A will be? So we haven't actually set them. Um, we usually try, this is how it works. So this is a good FAQ. Um, 
we usually set them towards the end of the week, like Thursday, usually around Thursday. Um, but we do switch it around each week. So there'll be some that are in the morning, some that are in the evening to meet different people's needs. What we do do is put a, um, post in the Facebook group the day before. So you can ask your questions, even if you can't be on the live and that way we can answer those questions. It's like a first come first serve kind of thing. And then we jump on the live. We answer those questions first. Then we go to the people that are watching live. So you're not going to miss anything. If you can't attend the live streams, you have access to all of those. You also have access to all the, we did tons like, cause ABC for quite a while was a membership. And we did like five or six months of coaching calls and live streams and um, all of that you have access to as well. So it's a huge content library. And we did hot seat coaching with people and stuff. Those are really valuable to watch. So watch this work in real, not in real time because it's from last year. <laughs> um, was it last year? Yeah, last year, I guess. Or maybe we ended things like in the early spring. I'm trying to remember. I guess it was before you were leaving. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Anyways, um, but yeah, so you have access to all of that as well. Yeah. Oh, so much abundance for all you yeah. abundant beings out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for joining us on our second live live behind the scenes of the Low and Zo show. Come and join us inside of our Facebook group. If you haven't, we'll link it down below. And I'm sure that we'll jump in here again. If you have any questions about ABC, you can either email us. It's hello at lowenzo.com or you can message either of us on Instagram. Love you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about the Low and Zo membership, the Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.